are listening to FPEA Connects, a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to FPEA Connects. Today's host is Suzanne Nunn. Suzanne is an active homeschool mom serving homeschool families in both her local community and across the state. She also serves as chairman of FPEA, Florida's statewide homeschooling association. FPA serves thousands of homeschool families in Florida, delivering a wealth of support, guidance, and information to both new and longtime home educators. Please join us as we seek to encourage you in your homeschool journey and help you stay connected to all things homeschooling in the Sunshine State. Welcome to episode number nine of FPEA Connects. I'm Suzanne, and I'm so glad you've joined me today because we are going to talk about getting back to homeschool and how to best plan for and organize your homeschool year. If you're anything like me, it can get a little overwhelming making all the decisions, which curriculum, which planner, what outside classes, then you add to this chore schedules, menus, and other activities, it can get a little crazy for me. So I have to make a plan, and that's what we're talking about today, how I walk through planning and preparing for my homeschool year. So the first thing that I always take into consideration and that I do is take a look back at my previous homeschool year. This is one of the great benefits of homeschooling. We're not tied down to doing the same thing over and over again if it isn't working. So be sure that you evaluate what worked best for you, what worked best for your kids, keep what was good, and throw out what didn't work. Next, I try to determine what kind of schedule my family will follow. Are we going to do year-round scheduling, traditional school year? And sometimes this varies depending on what our plans are for the year, whether that be travel or big family events. But making this decision in the beginning of the planning process will actually help the master schedule and academic planning fall into place much easier. So consider what your schedule will look like for this year and be sure to include any special events or travel that you have planned. Next, you want to consider things that will impact your schedule in the coming year. Okay, next you're going to want to look at what will impact your daily schedule and this can be the tricky one. This is where you decide what classes, co-op activities, sports, arts, clubs, and any other volunteer commitments are most important and valuable for your family, remembering that you still need to homeschool. So make time for all of those daily activities, choose what's most important, and uh, plan your schedule accordingly. Next, you're going to want to consider choosing your curriculum. Again, I go back to look at what you used before. Did it work? Did it not? If it's something good, stick with it. But you might want to consider what will best fit your child's needs and yours. What worked for someone else, like another child in your family, will not necessarily work for the new one coming up. And chances are, if there was something about a curriculum that you hated, for me it's usually the teacher's guide, you won't even go back to that. So you don't want to be teaching something that you're not happy with and that you're not wanting to work with yourself. Next, you want to create a master schedule. Be sure to cross off weekends and holidays. Fill in vacations and family events that are on the calendar for the year. And then add in the classes, co-ops, and other extras that will be regular so that you can see how best to set your weekly and daily schedule. 
Then you're going to want to set a master daily schedule that includes chores, school, regular commitments outside your home. And this helps everybody in the family see what the routine is and set the routine in their mind and be prepared to work with you to make it all work effectively. You're going to want to make a curriculum plan for each child as well. Again, this list is going to include subjects that they're going to be studying for the year, um, the curriculum that you're going to use, what academic goals you're going to set with each child. And by putting that on paper and letting the child be a part of that and see that, it also helps them as they're working towards those goals. It helps them to be able to celebrate their successes. And uh, you can do that with them along the way. So you're going to want to be sure to put that curriculum plan down on paper. Next, we're going to talk about a little bit about organizing your school space. Um, whether it's just a bookcase or an entire room, uh, whatever your setup is, it's very important for you to have that space and that you have that space organized uh, for your days to function smoothly. You're going to want to consider storage containers that you may need to organize supplies, things that you use regularly, things that are easily accessible, um, and be sure that it's all in a place that everyone knows where it is. Um, and that you know where it is so that you're never scurrying to try to find things that are misplaced. It's also a good idea to make a space for each child and let them help organize and maintain their own space. That way, when you need for them to know where their scissors are, they know where they are. Um, last, we're going to talk about the other things in your house a little bit that you need to consider. And that's things like meal planning and cleaning schedules. Um, a lot of the time when we're setting up our school year, those things don't necessarily come to mind. But those are the daily things that you have to consider when you're scheduling your classes and your outside activities and the timing for your um, study at home. So it's important life skills that your kids actually can learn here by being involved and helping to make those plans and helping to carry out those plans. So you're going to want to make your master plan, but also include a plan for meals and grocery shopping and cleaning your home that actually includes your children. If they're old enough, give your children a day that they can choose dinner and cook it. Uh, that helps to alleviate some of that stress for you. And again, for every family, this will look very different. Um, but if you need help with thoughts um, on organizing those schedules or on organizing spaces. There are so many blogs and books and different resources out there that um, you can go and you can look for and find something that might give you a good idea or help you to organize that the best way possible um, for your home. So while we're talking about these things, something that we have to talk about a little bit is shopping. Um, we always are, are budget conscious as homeschoolers, I think, because so many of us are uh, one income families often with uh, one parent working outside of the home while the other one's homeschooling. And so sometimes it's a little overwhelming to make lists and to think of what you need to go shopping because you're considering your budget. But for you to be organized and for your kids to have that organization is so important um, to your daily sanity and your daily organization that it's worth the time thinking about it, planning it, and then investing some money in that. Um, so you're going to need various containers for organizing and other supplies. But before you just randomly head out, you're going to want to make a list of those supplies um, 
and don't forget to just think about basic things. I have a few items that I've put together just to um, give you a starting point to think about things besides the obvious things like containers and magazine holders that will help you organize bookshelves. But uh, with your basic supplies during this time of year, um, every year you have places that have great sales and now is the time to stock up on those items um, so that you're not paying double or, or more for them um, during the middle of the year and you're not running out. So I'm talking about things like um, just your basic things like color crayons, markers, colored pencils, all of these things are on sale. This is the time to buy them. And, you know, sometimes even if you don't have a particular use in mind for them, um, if it's basic supplies, it's good to get them and go ahead and have them on hand. Um, you also want to consider things like glue sticks, craft glue, um, craft dots, and, you know, just regular school glue, uh, loose leaf paper, spiral notebooks, composition notebooks, all of those are on sale right now. And we use those for so, so many different things um, throughout the year. And when you can purchase them for 15 cents or a quarter, it's a great deal. Um, also construction paper, cardstock, things that you'll use to make for crafts, uh, any art supplies that you might need that you've already determined for classes. And then for your younger kids, you're going to want to make sure that you have, um, sketchbooks and the things that you're using for um, nature journals and things of that nature. I always want to um, go and get all of these things in shop and one of the things I most easily forget are what I call more the office supplies. But you definitely need to make sure you have a good pencil sharpener on hand um, that you can use in your home. It's important to have the rulers and the sizzler, scissors and the staplers and just all of those things. So don't forget those. And one item that has become very useful for us and that we work on every year because we do have um, in my home uh, one going into high school and one still in elementary school. And we have a lot of activities outside the home. Um, we always have a bag that we travel with for what we call car school. Uh, so when we're on the road, we don't want to just waste the time if we can use it on something constructive. And uh, we do keep separate supplies um, on hand just to have in that bag. So again, that bag can be set up with, you know, crayons, uh, glue sticks, markers, colored pencils, books that you can use um, for your trip, something that they're reading uh, and working on. But think about going ahead and getting those bags together while they're, again, on sale at the beginning of the school year is the best time to prepare for that. Those are my thoughts, and I hope it's helpful to you um, to think about these things as you're planning your school year, uh, because there's nothing better than the feeling of being prepared when you start that first day of homeschool. And now, if you will take a few minutes, just go ahead and sit down and make your lists and then have fun shopping. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've enjoyed our show and will join us next time for FPEA Connects. You can find us on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network at ultimateradioshow.com. For more information about FPEA, visit us at our website fpea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, 
Twitter, and Pinterest. Until next time, stay connected.